You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Welcome to episode 114 of BNI, the Australian Story Podcast. So I'm here, of course, with our executive director in Melbourne South and the podcast co-host, Mr. Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hi, V. Hi, everyone. Thanks for being with us again. We're still at the BNI National Conference. Well, we're not. By the time this comes out, we won't be here in person. But we're taking the time to actually bring some more interviews to you. So um, uh, it's been great to be here, and it's been great uh, to actually meet everyone who's come along and we've had really great learning opportunities and what what are some of the things you've pulled out of uh, this particular conference fee? Well I love the fact you've thrown me under the bus this time that's fantastic. <laughs> I, I, the, the biggest takeaway for me is that people who are in the room and who have attended the conference are people who are looking to play a bigger game not only in their own business but also within BNI because the high performers in BNI understand that it's part of their business not separate. So we're in a room full and surrounded by all of these people with open minds and incredibly uh, enthusiastic and motivated about learning from other people, networking and connecting with other people, um, just being surrounded by other people who are going to help you know, push them forward and inspire them. And it's no different with our guest today because even, even at the table we were sitting at, Brent, we, we were surrounded by people who have extraordinary stories. You know, they haven't climbed mountains or, you know, cre- created a, a cure to cancer, but these are people who have incredible stories in their business. And uh, it's just so lovely to be surrounded by those people and to play that bigger game. And this guest is going to be uh, an example of that. Yeah, for sure. So let's get on to our guest. And today we've got Paul Harrison from Zib Digital from Melbourne West. And um, Paul's story in BNI is absolutely amazing. So um, welcome, Paul. And you're from BNI Business by the Sea. And what we like to ask everyone is how long have you been in BNI and who invited you? Thank you very much. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, so my story starts four years ago. So uh, I'm in my fourth year in BNI. And uh, during that time, uh, I started very small during COVID, just before lockdowns happened. Um, my business started and then I, we got locked down and I didn't have a client. And so I thought, what am I going to do? I don't have any clients. Um, and so I saw BNI, um, like most people who join, uh, as, a, as a way of getting started and building relationships and um, building my business over time. And um, yeah, so it certainly has played out that way. So um, you found you sourced out BNI on your own without actually being invited by someone. Well, what happened was um, I actually decided, like all people do these days, to go onto social media and put on a Facebook group. Does anyone know a good networking group? And I got about 75 replies from BNI members all over <laughs> Melbourne. Oh, like a bunch of seagulls on a chip. <laughs> yes, yes. I felt like a piece of meat, to be honest. But um, be my visitor. Be my visitor. <laughs> <laughs> they all just saw me as a stat. Um, it was, you know. But look, yeah. uh, it was it was great. And and what I decided to do was uh, I was going to go to a few different chapters um, and sort of check it all out because I didn't really know what BNI was. Um, but I ended up 
going to one chapter um, and felt it was really a great feel and ended up joining that chapter. So it just goes to show, you know, if you go to a meeting and your meeting's really fun and warm and vibrant and people see value, um, they can they can join straight away if they're really looking for it. Yeah, great. Now, was this a online chapter at the time? Yeah, good point. Yeah, it was absolutely. Yeah, it was so I didn't meet my chapter face to face until the second year in BNI. Wow. I've got to say, and I don't know whether you had the same experience, but we did a lot of online Brent um, because we launched the online chapter during that time, and it was a weird experience being in the room with people. And it, this is going to sound absolutely bizarre. You're probably going to laugh your heads off, but it was weird seeing people with bodies. And I don't mean that in, in, it was just really weird. I'm used to seeing heads on a screen and like you're seeing a whole bunch of heads like the Brady Bunch on a screen and then all of a sudden you're in a room with people with full bodies and they're actually moving around. It was really weird and I can't explain why it was weird. But did you have, is that just me? Am I crazy? I haven't been drinking. But is that well? Well, craziness? not today. Not, not today. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in There's Perth? Time left. Days in Perth. No, but it wasn't that weird, like getting face to face with your group again. And did you get to know them in a in a different way? Completely different, because obviously networking online was all I knew of BNI, and then suddenly I was networking face to face. And mind you, with as you know, with Victoria, we were locked up, locked down, locked out, locked. Yeah. You know, so I think maybe I went to two meetings, and then we were locked up again for another, you know. Yeah three months or whatever it was and and so but it was definitely that comment where people would say oh you're taller than I thought oh, I didn't yeah. realize you're so tall you know and that, <laughs> I didn't think of that tall but you know people have just had an impression because they're only looking at, yeah. at your portrait so um yeah. so definitely and I think you know that's probably in a way um certainly it was not a bad way to learn because I think if you can make if you can make me and I work for you online yeah. you can probably make it work for you anywhere so by the time you get into the room the dynamic gets even easier I think because you you pick up on all the face-to-face and the personal relationships start to develop even more. So, Now, I've, I've got some intel oh, uh, no. on you from your, uh, <laughs> from your executive director. Um, oh, you know, I've, I've, during this conference, people calling executive directors EDs, so we've got, we got to get rid of that because as soon as your phone here, hears ED, I'm getting all these messages about other things, oh. not executive directors. So... Wait, that's something I've got to control. So, anyway. <laughs> As a side note. As a side note. But um, uh, your first year, um, you had a lot of people saying, why are you putting all this time into this system? You're not really making a great deal out of it. People still say that to me today. Um, you know, uh, so when I started, I was just a normal member, not doing anything extra really, just trying to work out how to use BNI to actually build my business because I started with a zero client base. Um, and so that sort of was a learning experience. I always say to people who enter BNI in their first 12 months, you know, it, it, your first 12 months is all about learning. Just learn, just soak it up and learn and, and do the best you can. If you get some, some sales out of it, that's great. But really, um, you won't learn the essence of the BNI in the first sort of few months you need to kind of get a feel of it but um what i've found i had it's probably an interesting question because i get asked more of that now than i ever get asked because now i have i'm a director support for two chapters i'm launching another chapter and i'm a president of a chapter and i have my own business and um and so people always say to me you know how do you fit this all in? Like, how can you possibly run your business? And all I can say to them is I run my chapters and my business the same way, which is I delegate, get the right people in the right spots, delegate, follow up, delegate, follow up. Um, And if you do that, 
even when you're administering a chapter or a business, it's the same thing. And if you're a director, you've got multi, just a multi-site location for like a business owner would run it. So yeah. that's how I look at it. And you, you said before, V, at the very beginning, which is something I truly believe in, I try to educate lots of people about this. When they ask me this question, I say it's not about B&I as being an extra thing. Yeah. It's actually been, I've made a conscious decision to build but make B&I part of my business. Yeah. Um, and by doing that, it's not extra time. It's actually just the time that I would spend on my business. And when you change your mentality to do that, um, it changes the game completely. Yeah. Um, and so I heard yesterday one of the speakers say, if you give um, full participation, um, that's where you get maximum value. Yeah. And I feel like I get maximum value from B&I because I've actually given full participation by making sure that I just do everything to the fullest and try and leverage it, but also share that um, that gift with people who don't know about B&I and yeah. people who are already members but maybe aren't leveraging it like they could be. So It is, it is a tool too. B&I system is a tool. And there are lots of tools that we have in our business to make our business more efficient, make it run more smoothly, help us be more working on the business and in the business. So. I think we need to take away that perception that it's actually, it's a, it's a time sucker. It's actually not. It's a game changer. If you want to play a bigger game, you need a bigger tool. And BNI is a global tool that over 300,000 members around the world are using. And we hear it all the time, Brent, don't we? It's the best kept secret. Why didn't I know about this? And the fact that you had to look for a network meeting blows me away. Mm. Like, why hadn't someone ever mentioned to you at some point, and you would have passed 100 BNI members during your work life, yep. what do you do to meet new people and make new connections? Right. I'd love to invite you to meet some of mine. Like, I don't, I don't understand why people are still finding us without <coughs> being invited. Yeah, correct. Now, um, Paul, in that first year, I've got some more intel. In that, per, in that first year, um, I hope you don't mind me talking figures. Sure, sure. So, um, in that first year... Uh, you probably only turned over about sixteen thousand dollars worth of closed business from B&I, yeah, from yeah. B&I, yeah. which I thought was pretty good, Brent. I thought that you know two thousand dollar investment, yeah. seventeen thousand back, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I got some. I know they got some of my money the other night. <laughs> um, so, um, but in the second year, when you actually decided to step up and get the visibility of becoming president for your chapter, that amount actually doubled. Mm. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so again, you know, people see leadership in being often as a burden. Uh, it's a time sucker. Um, you know, I have to inherit all the problems of a chapter and I've got to do all this work. And, um, and I sort of made a very conscious decision that I want to step into leadership to support others in the chapter, um, first and foremost. And then I did see the opportunity, like I thought, we, if we're going to try this system out and do it properly, again... Uh, full, full participation equals maximum value. So I actually really put that on the table and said, I'm going to give this everything I've got. I really know how to run businesses. I reckon I can really use those skills and experiences to help run the chapters better yeah. um, and get get members more value. If we get members more value, honestly, that was my main goal. I wasn't thinking about I'm going to build a chapter and add 20 members or anything like that. What I was thinking about is the current members I have in front of me, how can I give them more value? How can I make them really proud to walk in every week to our chapter and want to be here and walk away going, that was an awesome use of time. So I really worked on that. And by working on that, 
that's actually allowed me to then further, without even doing anything other than that, um, my own visibility and credibility in the chapter and throughout the region because then people have seen me, you know, the chapter rise and they've seen the performance rise and they've seen members come and convert. And um, so it's kind of been a, a bit of a, a flow on effect from that. And of course, yes, the outcome of that was that every year upon year, I've, um, you know, well, it was 17 to sort of let's say 38 the, the following year. The following year after that's 150, right? So um, 150K in the third year exponential growth so yeah we're, we're not yeah. talking about just double double we're talking yeah. about if you actually put the time yeah. and you actually give yourself fully to it and you actually think about it as your way of doing business yeah. you actually can really benefit but you've got to you've got to give yourself to it you can't do it by halves and if you do it by halves it you won't get the full benefit you know the um the quote that's coming to mind now and Brent you'll be able to remind us who said it people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care so for me it's a Dr Ivan Meisner quote it's a Dr Ivan Meisner um, I can already imagine you standing up there they've realised how much you care and then they want to know how much you know but the main thing was they know how much you care correct and now you've got you've got their trust yep so just to backtrack we've gone from 16k doubled it <laughs> now in the third year we've it's gone up by 500 percent from the second year yep. and the visibility of being uh, on the leadership team has really helped that and i heard someone say yesterday and i really agree with this a lot of people think well i don't agree that a lot of people think that uh, a lot of people do think that um leadership is a poison chalice in a B&I group. Oh, no, I'm not going to get time. Oh, it's a, you know, it's a, you know, it's, Who wants it's that a job? hassle. You know, I don't want you know, the responsibility. Yeah. In B&I, leadership's an opportunity. Yeah. And it's an opportunity to get more visibility. It's an opportunity to make more money. It's an opportunity to change things you don't like in your chapter. And in your own business and grow. Yeah. Yeah, and well, all the training and everything yeah. that you get from leadership, uh, and the experience you get from leadership with dealing with people helps in your own business. So it is an opportunity. A lot of people treat it like a poison chalice, and they think it's going to be more work, but it's an opportunity for your business. So um, then you actually put your hand up and said, "Well, being I's bigger, this is more than just me, my chapter being president." You actually sought out to be on the DNA team. Yep. Which is directors and ambassadors, which are the people who help the executive directors manage chapters. So what happened there? Yeah, so I, I messaged Helen. I could see that... Um, so we have, you know, ambassadors for our chapter, and uh, I hadn't seen them for a while. So I said to Helen, hey, are you struggling with ambassadors? Do you need help? Do you want me to... You know, I'm happy to help, right? And Helen Searle is a gun executive director. She, she knows is. how to launch a chapter. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I... I volunteered and she said, oh, no, 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 you're not being an ambassador. You're going to be a director consultant. We need you. We need you. Uh, we need to put your experience to work where we, you know, and, and, and fair, fair point. I mean, where we've got, I always believe in that, where you've got people who are strong in certain aspects, you put them in the right positions and it works. So um, so I jumped with that, with, you know, really um, both hands and, and grabbed that opportunity to be a director consultant for, uh, for one of the chapters that was um, sort of fairly new and... Um, and just basically went in there and um, tried to implement a very similar philosophy to what I've done in my own chapter. Um, and that meant that there had to be some changes in leadership. 
um, because just the observations I'd made was the chapter was a bit flat and uh, and so we did that and it was immediate effect as soon as we did that um, the bus had the wrong people in the wrong seats it on basically the bus. changed not yeah. overnight but within a month you know they went from not having visitors or not converting visitors to suddenly you know applications coming in converting them growing the chapter again not going backwards yeah. um, running the meetings properly you know what just living the bloody the, the values and, yeah. and, the, and the actual system using the system Don't as it should try be and reinvent the wheel because the wheel was invented <laughs> over 38 years of testing and measuring correct it no, it does work and there's people at a very high level with a lot more experience than me who can see when things need to be changed yeah and they accept the feedback so why are we trying to change things take things out of the um, agenda? move things around, do them yeah, in different orders. That's right. It doesn't work. Well, I've seen chapters where, to be honest, they change the slide deck and take B&I logos off it and pretend they're not B&I. Oh, um, Because they don't want to offend visitors or have visitors think that they're some sort of cult or whatever they think in their own mind, but they're actually only reflecting what they believe. If you're and they're actually doing you 150 grand in the third year, doing themselves bring out the goat. 100%. <laughs> I, I can tell you, I can tell you if a... If a, if a if a McDonald's franchisees went out the front and took down the golden arches because he thought McDonald's had a His bad was vegan because uh, he, he <laughs> yeah. thought McDonald's had a bad name McDonald's would come and lock the doors and change the locks on that yeah. place within hours Correct. Yeah. Correct. so you know um, we joined B&I because we're proud of uh, you know what we're doing we joined it for a system already yeah. Yeah. and we've got to show that we're going to show that joy and the why the why we love it to the people that come in the room not be you know, not be um, you know worried about you know people thinking we're a cult or anything. You know, as I always say, cults do exactly what the leaders say. The members don't, uh, so they can't, they can't they can't be a cult. So you know, um, <laughs> but you know, it's just yeah. Why are you there if you if you if you're not proud of what you're a part of? Leave. Yeah. yeah. You know, leave. Yeah. Um, so we went from the third year, 150k. Uh, you've joined the DNA team, and the business has gone up to 350, and now you're starting to, you know, take in BNI national conference, BNI international conferences. You were at um, Singapore recently. Yes. So, how have you leveraged the opportunity there? Well, I think um, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something that I think I might have said this on the podcast last time I was in Singapore. We talked, and uh, I did say that it's just such a mind-blowing experience to come to these things because we all come with the shared values the reason that we spend our money and get on a plane and come here is because we believe in what we're doing and when you get into a room with people with the mindset like that with the shared values it becomes in really it's like Disneyland um, for adults that's how I see it it's so much fun (laughs) and it's like it's like it's like Nirvana for for networkers right I mean you know people go all their lives and they spend all their time and money going to all these different type of networking events and they never go to B&I because they think oh there's KPIs and it's too much work and all the excuses you can make but the reality is the Nirvana is here because this is where there's actually shared values across the world so whether it's in Australia or it's in it's a, it's a global conference. You can only benefit, even if your business is purely state-based, you would still benefit from seeing what your peers are doing in other states yeah. that you could pick up. So, for example, there's been some amazing business coaches um, speak on the stage yesterday, and um, 
just fantastic stuff. Now, if I was a business coach in Melbourne, I would have benefited by getting on a plane yeah. and seeing what my peers are doing and how yeah. they're presenting, things yeah. they're using in their business that I could use with my clients and future clients. So yeah. I do think that it's just a huge opportunity and um, that's how you've got to look at it. You talked about it before, Brent, you know, leadership's an opportunity. I, I think every single part of being is an opportunity to really yeah. grow yourself, grow your business and, um, and further leverage it. the further leverage the investment. Yeah. You know, I think that's really important. Yeah, we were talking about opportunity loss yeah. yes. yesterday and, you know, okay, how much business did you lose by not coming here? Yep. Well, you don't know, yeah. but you don't know what you would have gained from being here either. Yeah. Well, I'll guarantee you, I'll go back to my region and, you know, pretty much most, well, there'll, be, there'll be a very big group of people across that I have visibility now. Um, and they will all ask me, how was conference? Yeah. They'll all ask me about it and I'll say to them, why didn't you go? Yeah. You know, if you want to know about it, you need to get on the plane and go. So yeah. I, 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 went, I was the only person in Helen's region who went with her in our region to Madrid. We've done better here. We've got a few more people who've come from yeah. the region. And yeah. so my, my view is, is that if we can start to... Singapore? Uh, sorry, yes. I'm thinking. I'm, you know what? I'm very future focused, so you know that's the issue here. But uh, sorry, it is West Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, Cairns. Well, that's the other thing. So Madrid's just a warm up for Cairns. We all know that. But um, but really, I think that's the opportunity. And and so what I would like to do is sort of every every time we've got these events is is kind of double the crowd yeah. from the region. If yeah. we can double the crowd every time, yeah. we start with one, but we, you know, hopefully get more people. And then that creates momentum within chapters, within regions that then can really flow on and it creates belief. So I can see in the eyes yeah. of the people who've come here this time who didn't come to the conference in Singapore, I can see their eyes. I can see that they're fully invested and they've yeah. picked up on some of the things that I picked up on from going to those events. So, yeah, look, I, I would say, as I always say to people, like, grab those opportunities with both hands because that's something that you don't get always as a business owner solo operating um, stuck on your own so that's what I wanted to ask you so you've got $350,000 worth of business now you're doing in the fourth year in the fourth year you're doing 10 times more B&I how are you managing that? Because that's what a lot of business owners go, I can't take on any more because I can't even handle my own business. Yeah, more excuses, right? So, Correct. Be the solution, so there's the always yeah. more excuses about, oh, I'm too busy for B&I. When I started with B&I, I was small and now I've got all these trucks or vans or whatever and I'm too busy and I just completely disagree. I, I, I think that, you know, <coughs> B&I is about leveraging the opportunity. So you've got people in B&I who are mentors and business coaches. If you don't know how to scale your business and build your business so you can operate on your business and run your business, yeah. not be your business, yeah. then you're missing out. So, you know, I leverage, I, I, I actually lean on people who I know and trust in B&I, who I've got to know over yeah. four years that help me to be able to scale my business, come to conferences like this and not have to freak out that my phone's going to ring every five minutes to take calls because I've got a whole team behind me sending me things that I need and reports, you know, that I can see at the end of the day and I can then feed back and go, go back to them without having to be on top of them every single minute of the day. And what's the problem that you want? Do you want to be a... I want the problem of earning $350,000 in my fourth year and having to manage some things or do I want the problem of earning $38,000 and having all, the, all this time in the world wondering where my next lead's coming from? Well, again, I, I agree completely and what I would say is that 
as we see all the time, business owners become the blockage in their own business and they become the kind of jack of all trades and they're not prepared to let go and put people who are better at certain jobs in their business than them. No one else can do it but me. That's right. No one else can do it. I've got to be there for my customers. I can't teach someone how to do what I do. It won't be me. My customers won't be happy. Yeah. I can't find staff. Yeah. I have to train staff. What if I have to give you (laughs) $350,000? Would you do it then? Yeah, correct. Uh, Well, again, you know, it's we. Someone did say that we design. Was it we create the life um, that you know the experiences in life that we create and design ourselves? Yeah. And um, it was a powerful talk, wasn't it? Was powerful, and I think that's very true. And you can sit there and be a victim and say, oh, I haven't got any control, or you can actually really try and design it and plan it. It doesn't always go to plan, by all means. Yeah. Um, and you can't just sort of. You know, sort of back off if something doesn't work. You've got to keep trying till you get it right. But, you know, I see too many business owners decide that, not even decide, they make a subconscious decision that they're going to work for a wage, which they could effectively go and be an employee rather than actually build their business and run it. J-O-B, and, just over broke. Correct. And, and <laughs> very good. I've never heard that one. Well, I that one. gave you one for a yeah, change. That's yeah, really that's, nice. That's, that's really good. Yeah, so I just think that that's the opportunity with B&I is to leverage the people. I mean, even yesterday, I can see, you know, I could see some Someone who I know really well, and I know what they need. They won't listen to me because we're too close. But I saw another business coach talking, and I thought, "You need them." So I put them together. Yeah. Now that would never have happened if they hadn't have come here, yeah. right? So, so I can see that you know people just sometimes they need help, and BNI just has so much resource available um, and mentors and and connections. So I just feel like you know I'm sort of in my element these days, Brent. I'm just really like <laughs> love yeah. love what I do. Yeah. I love the company I've built. I love the the way that I've built it with BNI. It's it's an exciting thing, and that's why I'm so keen to give back and help other businesses see that light as well. In partnership with BNI. Yeah, yeah. we were having a bit of a discussion before about uh, someone who came to you and uh, with a they they were talking about giving up BNI, but they've just spent all that money on Facebook advertising. Can you tell us? No. <laughs> Honestly, you know, I see it all. I mean, I'm a digital marketer, right? Yeah. So I know how much people spend on, to be honest, crazy amounts of money um, that I think are, frankly, a lot. Like, there is ways to do it that would make sense and get a good return on investment. But there's a lot of people waste a lot of money. Yeah. And, um, frankly, yes, I agree with you. Like, I, I think there's, there's these opportunities that people miss. They sort of dismiss B&I, saying it's too hard, it's going to take too much of my time. Cost too you much. Know, basically what people want, what they're telling me they want, is they just want to spend some money on Facebook and then just get money back more than what they spend and sit yeah. at home and pretty much do nothing. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, th- there's no such thing in business as that. I so, want to have my own business so I can do what I want, when I want, <laughs> who I want, whenever I want, basically nothing. Yeah. yeah. I mean... And no one no one to keep me accountable. I mean, it's like, it's yeah. like I want to buy the gym membership and I just want to get fit. Yeah, That's but right. I want to say that I've got a gym membership. I want to just get fit. Yeah. No, I don't want to work out. I yeah. just want to just buy the just pay and get fit. I mean, everyone sees Gary Vee and they, you know, they think, oh, well, Gary Vee's made it. He used to own a wine yeah. shop from his parents, and now we look at him. He's, you know, and, and but but Gary Vee worked bloody hard. Yeah. Um, and and you can read us. I mean, these people go out and spend so much money on books and all these things that motivational tours, and they go to cons like all these sort of things. But it's like. You know, for the fraction of the price, you could have come to the national conference and seen five speakers on stage who will all talk about similar things that have big impact. Had 400 people. You know, go, yes. I'm telling you, you I, I saw here. someone crying in the audience yesterday. Such was the connection that um, that was made with them through what was being delivered in terms of yeah. content. Yeah. And so, you know, 
I think people dismiss what we have here way too easily. This is huge value. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like it's it's just, I, I look at it and I almost cry inside about the opportunity, like you said before, is lost for people who yeah. didn't come. I, I, I love it. I've, I've, seen, I've seen members before leave, go to a motivational speaker, I'm not going to say the person's <laughs> name, and come back and say, oh, I've got bigger fish to fry, I'm out of BNI, yeah, I'm going to be you know, multi-millionaire. And a few years later, here they are. Yeah. They put in a B&I membership. How is that going for them? Yeah. And it is crazy. What, so I think we've covered off a lot. A lot. We have. Brent, I'm sorry because I know that I've absolutely hijacked this podcast. But I, am, are we looking right now at a possible executive director in the future? Oh, well, that's... Well, I'll just say this. Never say never. I never say never to anything. Uh, look, like... Any other executive, most executive directors, I believe, have been good members first and enjoyed being a member so much that they then buy in. Yeah. Um, and I can see why. Um, so, look, it's not for now, but certainly, I think for now, I'm very happy just supporting Helen and the, and the region and the teams and the members and learning. I, I mean, I'm still learning. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you never say never, you never know. <laughs> so, um, it's been great having a chat, Paul. Just one thing, I've been told that you are. Um, one of the highest referrers in the country in the top 20 and still even though how, how busy you are you're passing over 60 referrals per month uh, Did you say 60 60 referrals per month so, yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's sixty, Brent. Oh, I think, I've got I, that off the executive director. I, I think she's. I think she might have might have upped that a little bit, but um, <laughs> I, I, that's impressive. I, I sort of run it about. I reckon on average about ten per week. So that's about forty yeah. odd a month. Yeah. Um, and I'm so the, the number one person. I, look, I'm pretty competitive, and I kind of like it. So it's like I see that you know the number one person in our region is a property manager, uh, and she knows who she is if she's listening to this, and uh, and she is in the top. 20 of Australia every month and yeah. my goal is to get there with her yeah. and uh, I know that I finished second to her the last two months in a row so I know oh, I can't and yeah. she's in the top 20 so I know I can't be far off yeah, top 20 yeah. Yeah. so look I, I look but the it's not really for me that's a bit of fun and we actually have I have this in my own chapter where um, you know so for example like I've looked at um, from a closed business given point of view there's a few members in our chapter who we actually have a competition we actually it's a bit of fun yeah, a, bit of banter, a bit of banter a bit of banter because you know someone will put like I you know not big noting, but I put through eighty thousand dollars last week and yeah. thank you for closed business um, and you cool. know and 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 you know then someone else in my chapter who was ahead of me before and is now behind for you know the six month run rate uh, and so I, I just go back at them and say okay back to you let's see what you can do yeah. and so you know I think that when you've got that going on that kind of culture um, that actually helps all members because yeah. what we try to do like I really find and we talk about visibility and connection because I've actually increased my visibility and my I guess you know um, I'm aware of a lot of people in the region so I'm actually even better at connecting people now because I've got yeah. this huge network not just in my chapter I've got the entire region let alone the nation I meet yeah. people here um, I do business with people in Canberra in Queensland all across you know WA I sat next to someone from WA yesterday who just happens to be also in uh, builds websites and I've said well hey you know we should talk yeah. um, and so you know like I now look and hear opportunities for referrals every 
everywhere I go because I've been trained and that's kind of how yeah. I, I now operate because I really believe in givers gain and I'm looking for opportunities for people. So why wouldn't people want to get to know me, right? Because yeah. that, that's an opportunity for, for them and vice versa. So I, I think that's the exciting part. So yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of fun, the reporting and all of that. And I'd love to be in the top 20 because there's like, I think there's about uh, 12 of the top 20 are property managers. So I really want to get in there and show that someone from digital marketing can actually yeah. get in there yeah. and I show Australia. If this podcast go to air, you might just be there. <laughs> yeah, it could be there. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> hey, this has been great. We ask all our guests for a tip for success. What, what is sort of one thing you'd, you'd talk about members actually concentrating on to, to, to start that road to success within B&I? Okay. Well, I think it's different for different people because everyone's on a different journey. Um, if you're a new member, I always say to new members, and as a president, I, when a new member's approved, I always call them first thing and say, congratulations, you're in. Here are my, ten top, my top 10 hacks for actually wow. getting going. Okay. I love that. I've got a saying. You do that as the president. Yes. yes. So right. what I do is I actually um, I have a saying that if you start B&I in the green, yeah. you actually are more likely to finish and stay in the green long term. Yeah, good point. Um, and so what we try to do is start people in green. And the only yeah. way to do that is onboard them really well. And if yeah. we onboard them really yeah. well, what happens Love is yeah. what happens is those people, um, they're actually more likely to be retaining their membership at the end of the year because they've actually started their momentum earlier in yeah. their membership and they've actually been able to build up. So I try to give Presidents people those listening. Ten, <laughs> I try to give them the 10 sort of hacks that I would do. So the first thing I say is, when you get your login to do your mem- membership success program, yeah. right, log in and finish it at that exact time. Yeah. Do not say, oh, I'll come back to it, because nine times out of ten, you're going to lose your password, you won't remember it, then it'll be too much time to log back in and work out, I forgot, I forgot password, yeah. and then you're going to say, oh, I've got halfway through. So my advice is, get it done in the first time. Then you need to spend your time going through your membership passport program. So I make a really big deal as the president that no one does their actual presentation as they should unless they've actually finished the entire passport, which is not just the online modules, it's the actual passport of actual sign-off so that they understand the roles of everyone in leadership and they've met with the leadership team. And they understand the value now of actually presenting in front of people that understand their value. Correct. And they don't just get a free pass to jump on and do a presentation just because they did some online modules for a couple of hours. They've actually had to go and put some time in to meeting and building connection, which is what BNI is about, and actually wow. helps them to be better at building oh. that skill early because they're meeting with people who are safe. They're leaders with experience who know how to coach them. Yeah. So that's the way we do it. And then from there, I always try to make sure that once I've signed them off, I just put on Trello. We use Trello, we just put on there and this person has finished as of this day. So the membership committee and everyone knows yeah. from therefore that they are actually through their program now and we expect them to be operating as a full-blown member. We ask our members when they're new to bring four visitors in the first month to make sure that that's one of the hardest things yeah, as a new member to do. But you've got yeah, a brand new thing. you've got a brand yeah. new network that's coming into B&I that's never didn't know about B&I before, right? Yeah. New members don't know them. that's hard to do. Correct. It's correct. They're, they're conditioned by older members right. telling them it's hard yeah. usually. So we, so what's happened is, I can tell you right now, if someone's done their MSP in their first 30 days, if they've managed to go through their passport in the first, let's say, two months, yeah. and they've managed to actually invite four visitors in the first month, they're generally in green. Because yeah. because the referrals and the one-to-ones have already happened, the CEUs like are happening. Um, so that, yeah. that that is really the key. The other th- one thing I do is I go to my entire chapter, and here's one for your, for your listeners, and if anyone gets this, I'll, I hope 
hope that they've listened all the way through because this is a bit of a gen. But I go to my chapter and I ask, ask every single person for their lowest offer that they have that they could give anyone who doesn't know them right yeah. an entry offer so for some yeah. people that's a zero dollar offer yeah so let's just say it's a um someone who does wills so it's it, you know i'll have a look at your current will that's usually zero dollar cost yeah. um insurance okay i need can you please look at my car insurance my business insurance again insurance getting a quote that's another easy referral yeah so i've come up we've got you know 40 odd members in our chapter um and i've got f- literally 43 um offers that I give to the member when they join, I say, here's 43 weeks of referrals. You only have to do one a week, right? Mm. So there's no excuse for you ever having no referrals. Now, this means there you get to know who each person is. Here's their offer. If you don't understand it, go and do a one-to-one. Yes. And what it does, it means that people can sort of go, oh, okay, well, mum needs a, you know, she needs car insurance. This person's buying a car. Okay, maybe I could think about that. You know, it doesn't cost anything to have a chat. It also makes the other members accountable because some members, and we see it in every chapter, the newbie will reach out and say, can we have a one-to-one? And that person will say, look, I don't have time. But if that person knows that that the new person can't do their presentation until they've done this passport program, they're going to feel more obliged to make the time. Yep. To be able to help that member. That's right. And Correct. get out of their own way. Correct. Okay, I yep. love it. And I don't, yep. I, I don't think we can keep the whole ten hacks going. No, well, there's... The... I think this is good. might be a part two. <laughs> I, I feel like I've got ten things I want to I would say, right now. I would say another thing for presidents, just one last one I'll give you, is that for presidents, that call, when someone yeah. joins your chapter and they've been approved, you have to be the first one to call them. Yeah. And you call them, and you call them with a real enthusiastic, happy congratulations. Yeah. Because... The feedback that we've got from a lot, we always, we check in with our our newer members and see how they're going. And the overriding feedback from them is, I couldn't believe the president took the time out of their day to actually call me and congratulate me on joining. It made me feel really valued and special as a first introduction to the chapter. Because what that does, it says, hey, so these are all the things I need you to do. They take it seriously. They know they're in a professional organisation. They feel valued and special. And, you know, isn't that what we want for members? when they come and in. They don't know you. They just come in as a new group. They see you as the president, as the leader. That's right. As yeah. a leader of the group and you have a status Correct. within that group. Mm. And you, know, you may have members in there who have yes. known you for years and just say, oh, yeah, V's president. Yeah, we've known him for years. Yeah, she's nothing special. No, that's not the point. For a new member coming in, you have the status. You are in control of that group. You are the leader of that group. And they say you as, see you as special. And that's another thing where, where leadership isn't a pause and chalice, it's, it's an opportunity to actually, you know, with those new members to start off yeah. and give them an, you know, and really start a relationship with those new members straight from the start and they're going to be, you're going to be in their reticular activator straight away, they're going to listen to every word you say in your presentation, every word you say in your feature presentation yeah. everything yeah. you say is important, they're going to do that's yeah. right, yeah. that's right, and and right. that's that's where it all starts, so I think it's something so simple. You know, you see the email come through with the application approved from the membership committee. It's got their phone number on it. It's got their email on it. There's really no excuse. You ring them up and and give them that call. I think it makes a huge difference to people. Um, And so we talk about care. We talk about care for people. That's the president taking care of yeah. of the people in the chapter from the day one. That from day one when they join. So, I love it. Yeah. Right. I think your tip for success is uh, president. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, we've run a little bit over time here, but there's been so much gold, so we let it go. Um, 
Paul, um, would you like to quickly give us a quick weekly presentation and where people could find you? Sure. So. Paul Harrison, Zip Digital. I hold the SEO category for the chapter. Um, now, normally I would actually ask for a person right here, a specific name for someone, but I won't today. But you should do that if you're actually doing a referral request yep. uh, because it helps other people in the chapter actually refer to you. Um, but what I would say is, yes, I do SEO and I basically help people get found, their businesses found on Google. Um, if you're, We have a running joke in SEO that if you are on page two of Google, that's where we hide dead bodies because uh, <laughs> no one ever goes there. So, um, so yes, we, we try and get you on the front page to actually get leads and calls and, um, and drive your business. So, yes. Paul Harrison, thank you very much for joining us today on BNI The Australian Story Podcast. You are a superstar in your region and in BNI Australia. We really appreciate you. So, V, I, we've got so many tips this week. I'm not going to give you my tip for success. I'm going to let everyone actually digest what they've just heard yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and take it from that. And uh, I'll be back with my weekly tip next week. So... Well, thanks very much uh, for tuning in to episode... Because BNI is a game changer.